0: Apple presents Meet the Musicians at the Apple Store. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome this afternoon's guest moderator, longtime band producer, Richard Gaudra, and today's guests, Dum Dum Girls. So uh, my name's Richard Gaudra. I'm um, founder of a company called The Orchard, but um, also... um, a record producer, and I started quite a long time ago uh, producing records. And what's interesting about my career is I've always been successful with female artists. Uh, going back to the 60s, when I wrote and produced a song called My Boyfriend's Back, and uh, after that, continued on and um, uh, discovered Blondie uh, at CBGB's, not far from here, and also produced all the hit records by the Go Go's. So, uh, when, um, when the first recordings of, uh, of Dum Dum Girls were sent to me and I was asked if I would be interested to be involved, I reacted positively really quickly and um, have uh, been with them from the beginning, two years ago, I think, right? Uh, when did you sign with Sub Pop?
1: Mm, I think the end of 2009. I think the record came out March 2010,
0: so. So it's, it's two years now we've been working together and um, I met you first because originally the recordings were your home demos. Yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, you, did you just come out of a vacuum I and mean, what made you, uh, you know, what made you start making home demos of songs, what drove you to that?
1: Uh, I had played in bands for many years, um, and was very dissatisfied for a variety of reasons. Um, I was playing drums, and I wanted to sing and write songs, and that's a little difficult if you're the drummer in a band. Um, So it's more difficult.
0: (laughs) Well, you know what, I always found (laughs) drummers to be pretty cool people.
1: But it was was hard to execute. Uh, I know, I know. Yeah, you know, so I quit, I quit the bands and um, just finally learned how to play the guitar after 10 years of failing at learning, you know, past one week of practice, um, and wrote the first songs, which basically became the first 7-inch and the first EP and eventually the first record.
0: Yeah, I remember when I got them, uh, and they were all done on GarageBand, right?
1: Yes, thank yep. you, Apple.
0: Yeah, thank you, Apple. Yeah, all done on GarageBand. And um, so, so I get, I ask for the files, and I get the tapes, and uh, we have a small studio in the back of the orchard, and um, started remixing them, you know, and then Didi came in, and, um, and we went over what we wanted to do with the sound. Uh, originally, it was all, quote, lo-fi. Wasn't that what it was called? Yeah, yeah but, but... Lo-fi but really great songs, so um, we just boofed them up a little bit, very little. Okay, most of it was uh, was her work, uh, you know, from home, and um, and built it into something that turned out to be the first album. And um, what are you going to do when when you play? What are you doing from the first album? What f- what songs?
1: I think we're only doing the single Jay Lala.
0: Okay, Jayla, which is an interesting story, right? <laughs> Tell them the story.
1: Uh, it was based on a true story. Um, I have been to jail. That's all I will say.
0: <laughs> You've been to jail? Oh, my God. I've been to jail. <laughs> well, I hope they're not still looking for you.
1: No, no. I'm, I'm finally fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, after uh, after we finished the first album and then um, got it uh, was set to release... Um, you needed a band because you had done this all at home and it came together in an interesting way, right?
1: Yeah, um, Jules here has been with Dum Dum Girls since the inception. Basically, um, she and I have a mutual friend who knew I was looking for um, another girl who could play guitar and sing a, you know, a lot of harmonies and he suggested her. And I think we met at a bar I think so. But you can... I guess our first day um, was at the beach. We we ran, We couldn't find one of the cables that we needed to practice. Um, so we said, screw it, we'll just go to the beach and hang out. And we had a lot of similar influences. We got along really well. So we're like... She's like, I, yeah, I, I think you're in. And I was like, we hadn't played yet. We hadn't played. I was higher. like, I
2: don't know. Do you know what I how I play or <laughs> anything? But...
1: Um, I, being on the road as much as we do, I think it's uh, important that we get along first and foremost. and then Yeah, that's definitely yeah. paramount. Um, Sandy, we needed a drummer. Um, and I remembered her from her former band that I had seen a few times in L.A. Uh, we had met in Texas a few years back. And I basically stalked her on the Internet and found out we had one mutual friend, again, different friend, and wrote him. And he wrote her, and then, then
2: I was in. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was happened really fast. Uh, we just met up, and I tried out, and uh, two weeks later we were on tour. So,
1: yeah, we took her to Europe. Yeah,
0: yeah and you've been you've been traveling. Um, you've been traveling a lot since you started. I think in the two years you've been, how many times you've been back and forth to Europe?
1: I don't know. A lot.
0: A lot. Tiring, right? I'm with, I'm with you. and... Uh, no, it's a, that's a great combination. And then, Malia.
1: Malia here is our newest member. She's been with us, I think, since January. Um, another sort of similar situation where we. This one, though, I was a little concerned. I didn't really know what we were going to do. Concerned?
0: Um, pre you. Well, pre, pre- you, pre- not concerned you. about I felt you. <laughs>
1: I was concerned I didn't, have, uh, I didn't have a solution. And Sandy shares a practice space with her in LA. So she said, why don't you ask Malia? And I think I wrote you on Facebook on my
2: Apple computer. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I read it on my, uh, my Apple iPhone, actually. Uh, no, I had, uh, I had actually retired from music at a young age and at my young age to pursue directing and i i'll never forget the night that i got her email and and immediately put the record on and and paste the floors and called every good friend that i trusted and said okay okay what do i do this is an amazing opportunity but it's it's going back into living in a van and living in, in dark green rooms and should i do it and, and i i'm so glad that i that i said yes and can't believe I ever questioned it, actually.
0: Well, you know, it's it's good that you questioned it and made the right decision. Mm-hmm. But you're... You um, um, should also tell the people, you're also a video, um, uh, video maker. Yes. Um, and uh, you actually directed um, the video for... Coming, coming Down. down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was great. You Thank know, you. And, um, um, and a photographer. So, um, so we have... Um, well rounded everybody on the stage we can make up a complete band, including me but but not me <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so uh, before we start talking about the songs, do girls have more fun on the road? Hmm. you know you, you always hear all these stories about guy bands, you know but
2: i've never been a guy on the
0: road so okay, I don't know. well, then you wouldn't know, right <laughs> uh, I have
1: more fun in this band than in any other band I've toured in or with, definitely i think w- I think we have a a unique approach to tour life that involves a lot of um, sensitivity to each other. <laughs> yeah, we're not assholes.
2: <clears throat> I think women travel classier. I think we travel lighter than any band, any band I know, and yet we look better most of the time. <laughs> okay.
0: <So>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, you all do look good. It's true. Um, you know, I wrote, I wrote Scott, uh, I wrote Scott, you know, I took a picture as you were doing the RS. I said, boy, they sure look like stars, <laughs> you know, and the songs are so good and and the shows are getting better and better. So what, what, what's great about this, and uh, I'm really happy with it, uh, is I've seen the whole thing grow. You know, I mean, that's what the music business used to be about. You know, it wasn't like, let's... An instant. If somebody doesn't make it right away, you move on. This has been a growing project for two years. Uh, everybody contributes, and um, the whole process seems to get better and better as it goes along. And you could see it um, on stage. You know, with um, with the four of you. You know, you like each other, and that's important.
1: I think if if I'm remembering correctly, our first like real Dum Dum Girls show was at. CMJ-ish yeah. at, oh yeah, we played the Brewer Falls, right, oh, yeah, yeah. which was a, a long time ago and a <laughs> rough night, um, so hopefully, yeah, we've come far yeah. from there.
0: <laughs> well, well, you have, in the, in the sound of the records and everything. Let's talk just a little bit about the songs. Uh, mine Tonight is the first song from the new EP, End of Days which is, there it is, um, it's up there. Um, and I just heard you doing it. It's, it has a different quality, but still captures the same uh, same intensity. Is there something you want to uh, explain about the song or?
1: Um, I mean, sometimes it's, it's harder when songs come before figuring out how to approach them as a band. Um, and I think with this song, I remember being a little nervous about trying to recreate it because it is very sort of dependent on this big sonic wash and there's a lot of noise that needs to be controlled and it could maybe sound a bit empty if it's not all there um, but I think we kind of just tried it and yeah, it sounded it really pushing for it yeah <laughs> <laughs> Jules really wanted to do it and, really and I think that. I think it works well, I think
0: you made a good decision and uh, what do you got second he gets me high mm-hmm. yeah that was from the second EP Yeah. You know, just a little bits of insight into each one of them, maybe? uh...
1: Um, He Gets Me High was a song I wrote in my living room that sounded to me like a very sort of sweet folk song. And uh, one of those classic things where I, it was sort of a throwaway song in my head, and then it ended up being, you know, not only the title track, but probably like the best song on that record for, for a lot of people. Um, which is strange because it basically came full circle from what I thought of it initially.
0: Of course, the cover song on the EP is really pretty good, too. I mean, and it's kind of weird because most, a lot of people have tried it, but it's, uh, it's uh, quite a bit different, the way you do it.
1: Yeah, we just played... Um, we cover There is a Light That Never Goes Out by The Smiths, and uh, we've retired it probably for almost a year at this point, but we recently played in Mexico City, and we brought it out for them because, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, the thing about covers, you know, uh, everybody shies away from them, but if you do it differently and you add a quality to it, you, in a sense, make it your own, you know, and it's, it's not taking anything away from anybody else. It's sort of like adding to the value of it, and I think that's an important thing to remember when you do do covers. I, I know you're gonna do old, Always Looking, which um, is about looking. For something, right?
1: Uh, Yeah, I I think it was about basically um, a string of ex-boyfriends and uh, (laughs) looking for the husband. um, At least, you know, how it relates to me personally.
0: Yeah, and we talked about Jay Lala um, and and you're out of jail, which is a good thing. Uh, And Bedroom Eyes is uh, specifically about an individual. I'm I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, well, um, the song's basically just about coming to terms with having severe insomnia, most likely induced from extreme touring. Um, Just having a really hard time relaxing and sleeping uh, alone, basically.
0: And Season in Hell, which of course is the last song on this EP. Um,
1: Yes, it's the redemptive song.
0: It's a redemptive song. You know, you're coming out of something and the future looks bright somehow. And it does, right?
1: Uh, Hopefully, yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) Uh, Rest of Our Lives is from the beginning records. Uh, I Got Nothing is from this album, this EP. And Lord Knows, which um, I think is a really intense... uh, a uh, really great song it captures uh a lot of what um you're about and um and the chorus is this monstrous hook which uh which to me is always great
1: that was another song that i wasn't really thinking of using that i sent you right randomly. i remember yeah. right
0: it was when we went for the vocalizing and then afterwards, she said, "Boy, you have a really great voice, even better than I thought you did." <laughs> and you said, "Well, I have this ballad. I was
1: thinking maybe." He heard me sing hi. like.
0: I heard her sing some opera, um, opera training stuff, but um, you know, all in all, I think uh, the whole experience of Dum Dum Girls is a really, uh, a really great thing, and uh, everyone, everyone on stage plays an integral part in it, and. Um, I'm really, uh, I'm really proud to be involved with this. Um, uh, do we have any questions from the audience? Yes.
1: How important is it to have continuity between songs on
2: each of your albums?
0: The question's about continuity within an album. Is it important to uh, have, um, have continuity within the songs that make up the album or the EP?
1: Or do you like concept albums? Um, I mean, I think there's all sorts of different approaches. And, you know, I think generally I personally attach onto songs specifically and then go back and maybe focus on the context within albums. Um, I don't know. I I find that I'm usually drawn to albums that have like a similar sort of sonic palette over the whole thing that make it feel um, like, you know, a unit. Basically, and I think that with this band and what we record, that's sort of something I try to uh, you know keep, keep it all at least under like an umbrella of sound, even if the songs stylistically might be different, um, it'll sound, you know, like it, it belongs.
0: Question in the second row here.
1: Hey just wondering if there's anyone that you're kind of dying to collaborate with or go on tour with who like who do you guys listen to when you're on the road and stuff
0: We could all probably answer that to a degree
1: Well, I'm excited to play with savages tonight at Glasslands, so maybe they'll want to go on tour with us. that'd be kind of cool <laughs> I'd like a bunch of girls on the road so okay I
2: think for me the dream would be to do to do a tour with pj harvey that would be a dream yeah
0: hey sandy you have any favorites
2: um well only just because we recently saw them play but the hives i thought was like a fun pairing well jules said it'd be fun to play with them in japan because of like the thematic i think i said that yeah i think i thought that would be an amazing sorry that was that was me because you know we'd be like cartoon characters there or something. <laughs> but that Well, yeah. someone already made dolls of us, so we're we're getting there. Someone in made Japan? H- no, it's some so, who where Spain? were they from? Spain. Yeah.
0: Spanish dolls.
2: And they 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 did it down to every, every last detail. Amazing. Every rip in our my tights was in the right spot, yeah.
0: Oh, I don't know. That sounds kind of weird, but uh <laughs> but uh you know, listen. Um that's, um, but that's great. It shows you're, um, you're emerging. You're um, rising up. Um, anybody else? Any questions? I, must have
1: I think we uh, probably say what we say best in song form. So.
0: <laughs> sure. Okay. Well, thanks a lot for listening, and um, thank you. Bye.